0: Scoreline when he looked at it, like looks like a hammering. It was a hammering though. They scored 28 points in about three minutes, and we couldn't stop them. Yeah, okay. So it was a hammering. But there's there's different levels of hammerings here.
1: OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7:30 on the OTB Sports app.
0: The Football Pod on OTB Sports in partnership with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag The toughest for more. <laughs>
2: How are you all doing? All right, lads, let's sit down there. <coughs> How are you? Thanks very much for coming out. We nearly missed the intro there, lads. I can show you over there. Yeah. Okay. How's the nerves, James? Nerves are fine. Yeah.
1: Two nice points again to set me there, so I'm alright. <laughs> very important ones.
0: He's very relaxed, Paddy, before these shows, isn't he? Well, he rocks in about two minutes before they start now, yeah, so... Long drive from Kerry You've never really performed in Dublin now, have you? Oh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goff is the only man who performs in Dublin.
2: <laughs> uh, that's harsh, that's harsh. Last mead mention for tonight. Paddy, how's it been for the last couple of days, you're dealing with the aftermath of another defeat? I don't know what the coincidence is, is it you joining the football pod and Dublin
0: losing it? The I minute mean, no, I left it all went to shit, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, look, Is there many dubs, are as many croaks' of heads here, or is there kind of a mix, or... <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't see it for 20 years, they make a final, and they're fu- <laughs> they're fucking everywhere, like... No, in all seriousness, now, it, it was an incredible, we, we spoke about it briefly on this week's pod, but a kind of shorter one, obviously, with tonight in mind. It's hard going now, yeah. As a, we, we kind of touched on it, when you're playing, we obviously you, you take it hard, but you kind of keep away from media and reaction and all that type of thing. Whereas for me, I felt Saturday and a couple of games going into this year. Now that you're out, this is my second year retired. You are a bit of a fan again, like yeah. You you you, you totally when you're playing, don't get emotional, don't buy into any of that stuff, don't talk to anyone outside. Whereas now you're like. I had no voice leaving Crow Park on Sunday night. The two of us, like two L ones up in the press box like, <laughs> screaming and roaring. So, so it was, it was devastating. I would we'll, we'll have spoke to maybe a couple of the guys as well over the last couple of days. And they're obviously more gutted than us. But it was a hard one to take. It was, just the manner of it you thought. Dublin were out of the game, really, by half time. And it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And then just the energy when they got it back. And Dino kicks that free, I think the 73rd minute. And you're thinking they are actually going to nick this. What an amazing... The noise in the stadium for anyone who was there on Sunday was incredible. It was just an amazing atmosphere and it would have been a brilliant one to win for Desi, for the players having a, kind of last season obviously losing with Mayo and then a, a tough... like a tough spring. It wasn't going well. Everyone's writing them off. It just would have been a massive win. Uh, so it was. It's just,
2: it felt like it was coming. It felt
0: like the Dubs had you, James. He thought it no. as <laughs> well. He did. <laughs> I'm telling you. He had the head in the hands, and he was, you were all over the shop, weren't you? I
1: said, I, in fairness, I said for a couple of days leading up to it, Kerry need to sprint over the line here. They need to win by six or seven points. So as soon as it got back to one or two, I was worried that <laughs> they were going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, but it showed actually great mentality by the Kerry boys to stick at it. Oh yeah. Keep do doing you know the simple things. Paddy Clifford mentality. actually dragged him through. Paddy was huge. Got the free, did the business.
2: And Sean. Let's have a look at Sean O'Shea's free. We have a bit of behind-the-scenes footage here. Courtesy of Ashley O'Reilly. She was in the press box with James and Patty. Some capable. So what was James like at this
1: stage? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten a carb since <laughs> <laughs> cutting me. Patty, what's up?
2: What's your face saying there? I know what James is saying. James is saying, yes, that's the All Ireland.
1: I no, actually, no did, no. I
0: genuinely, I didn't speak for about two minutes after. I was no. gutted, like your your lip was was, was
1: was was going a bit.
0: I'd <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ah, know, uh, I, I really get to it. Like two minutes beforehand, when. You see, Sean O'Shea lining it up. I was like, "Let him kick that. No chance. He's kicking off." He literally.
1: He was sitting there and he was talking to all the rest of the press. Gone. Let him take it. Let him take it. Let him take it. Let him take it. Him take it. <laughs> and then, he's like, and as soon as he pinged it over the black spot, he's like,
0: oh. <laughs> it was a classic Re- reasonably accurate. though, yeah. <laughs> now I gave Jimmy a little rub on the back. Now after that. Um, There'll be big respect, obviously, yeah. um, and we, we've had a great <laughs> run for 13 years. I was playing the last time they beat us, fucking hell. Um, and look, I think if we're being honest, overall, I'll carry with a better team, to be fair. Dublin, great energy, great heart, you expect that but, of but these teams at this stage of the Championship. But I think over the course of the 76, 77 minutes it was played, were, were probably the better team.
2: Yeah, you made, you made the sort of comparison to the sliding doors moment with Clucks and nailing that late free. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, so, in 11. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure the dubs will be back. <coughs>
0: Hopefully,
1: they'll yeah. surely, surely do well in Division Two. <laughs> 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 hey, they'll have a good league.
0: This is why no one <laughs> likes when Kerry win. This is what happens. <laughs> 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 He's not a peep over him for. He was very quiet week, wasn't he? Yeah, a decade, yeah. and he wouldn't open his mouth. I'm now at
2: him. Speaking of the Dubs, a tweet caught my eye, caught a lot of people's eye in the last two weeks. Let's have a look at it here. It's from Bernard Brogan.
0: That um, team should be compelled. read it there.
2: <laughs> How apt? <laughs> Ga team should be compelled by the Ga to do media and promote the games haven't heard a sausage about what will be an amazing game on Sunday. Paddy, is that a bit rich? Coming from the dubs. <laughs> who had, to put it mildly, absolute disdain for the media while you went on to win six in a row.
0: Is that fair or is that a... The fact that it's perno like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty allergic to the media now when we were playing. But somehow, during all of that, Burno was still the face of about 15 nationwide brands at this time. <laughs> and they're kind of looking around and he's coming in and he's got the super value bags and he's flogging some car and he's shampoo and all. And they're going, did we all say we're not going to do any of this stuff? I said, oh, no, you know yourself. <laughs> was like, Just because it was Burno, he kind of got away with it. But I actually seen that. I did see that. I had a laugh hmm. about that when I seen it. But uh, somehow, yeah, during all of that, Burno was still the face of Football,
1: well, like, I don't like, I don't think this. I uh, agree I with now. <coughs> but do, do people want to hear from players? Like <coughs> players are saying nothing. Like they're mm. they're brainwashed into saying the most generic thing time after time. Like if you actually put those lads out, say before a big game, they're going to say nothing. nothing they're man. they're going to be splashed across the papers. There, there's going to yeah. be people asking questions. It, it's just, it's not the right thing for a player. Like, I think that if you're going to, you're going to catch me on something here, I know. No. For fact, but yeah. If you are, if, if you're going to say, do a media campaign, it has to be managers. Managers, coaches, and maybe, say, well, that, people lads, involved in up But like, the rolling out l- players, lads it's, lads a, it's lads a waste of time.
0: Lads are afraid of shit, to say it. Yeah. Like, if I say something, coaches are going to say, coaches give out to me, teammates give out to me, or, God forbid, the opposition will think, in some way, they'll construe this to be disrespectful and it's more motivation for them that that's the yeah. that is the attitude and the culture i think across the board not maybe the dubs might have it to the extreme but you we, look at you look at anything in the building like with the biggest game in our sport on sunday week mm. like what are you going to see coming from the camps the players or the coaches no. it will be absolute garbage yeah but yeah
2: like i think i think they're there's probably a bit of a revolution that has to happen. It's so far away from what it was maybe 20 years ago when journalists could go into the dressing room after a match and have a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, I think in might come. I think there, this might be a bit of a tipping point. This kind of sparked my interest, though, to troll through the archives and have a look to see what Paddy Andrews is like before the football pod. Had he done many interviews? I could only find one, and it was after he kicked five points in an all Ireland semi-final replay against Mayo... We're going to play the cliché game here. How many clichés can Paddy Andrews hit in, in 15 seconds?
0: Paddy, congratulations on your Man of the Match performance. Some great points in there today. Um, yeah, just very glad to get it down on the end of a few things, you know. It oh, was <laughs> great when they went over, but to be honest, I mean, the last 15 minutes or so, you've seen the team effort there. It's oh, my God. On the bench. really dragged us over the line. I was grateful for that in the end, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but to be fair it wasn't like that in all counties some counties and some players actually embraced the media let's have a look at this from 2014 a baby face it's
1: not just new generation oh, of Kerry players but also a new generation of people who engage with the fans in a different way have you been on social media this evening final, looking it? at your tweets <laughs> anything like that I haven't yet. I deleted, um, I deleted Twitter off my, off my phone there last week in case I got an abuse or anything, but um, I have a few very controversial tweets about Kieran Donahue coming up, so if anyone wants to follow me there, uh, 7 How many followers did you get off the back of that one? actually made me delete that tweet. It was going to be really <laughs> reckless.
0: The, that's oh. the, the only time you'll get mm. in, out of the players is at the banquet when they've had about 20 points. That is
1: very unfair. And you've
0: won because you can do whatever you want. You,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a f- funny one on McCaffrey, wasn't there? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, he was yeah. destroyed. Yeah, he was a shambles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. What are you like
2: on the week before an all Ireland final? So we're a week out. We have uh, a very special guest coming up in a little while. We Can't wait to get him out, Michael Meehan. We are going to be building up to Galway Kerry a little later on. But what are you boys like the week before All Ireland final? Were you nervous? James, I know you weren't like, you were very relaxed and laid back. Paddy,
0: would you get nervous? Uh, no, not really. It's different this year because it's only two weeks. I think nearly all our finals, it was three week lead up. So we used to, we'd play on a Saturday or a Sunday and we'd do the media night straight away. Get that, do it on like the Monday night or Tuesday night in Parnell Park. The guys who maybe didn't play more than thirty minutes in the semi-final would would get a bit of a blowout uh, on the Monday. After that, me or even probably before the media evening, to get them up to speed and the lads that played would just relax. And we generally wouldn't start training until maybe the Wednesday or the Thursday, I'm going to review the game. Um, you train heavy on the Saturday, um, everyone. And then the following week again. So that now you're going to seven days out from the game. You'd have a full A and B game. We never played a full 70 minutes. We were only chatting with Michael inside. By the time you get to that stage of the season, the team is more or less picked. Like you have 35 guys there. There might be one or two max positions up for grabs. So it's really important that there's probably 20, maybe 20 guys there who know they're not really going to be in the mix for the final, but they still have a really important role to play. And we would have been big on that because that can go haywire. if if you go a week before the order in the final and you have a shite A and B game and the A's hammered them and lads aren't really arsed and they're kind of getting distracted, because it's very easy to get distracted with suits and banquets and team holidays and the crack afterwards, mad to go out for three or four days after the final, that can creep in and that that can influence, that, that can really have a massive impact and that's a challenge for Galway, the fact that they haven't been in it. None of these guys have played in all in the final. And for Galway, haven't been in a, in a final for, for 20 odd years. There's massive buzz, and Michael will talk about it. But for us, we kind of got used to it quickly. Jim was obviously very uh, on top of things like that as well. So What was the toughest build up to another Ireland final for you? Uh, probably 19, because I wasn't really playing. So it was always in the mix, so either playing or was coming on. And then <coughs> 19, you know, your goose is cooked. Your, your you, got, you got wheeled out for media beforehand, didn't you? Yeah, you know, you're fucked in. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim was like, Wolf, we have a, a, a media day tomorrow. You'll do that, will you? And I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't spoken for about six months. Oh. <laughs> and I was looking around, and I was like, so who else is doing it? Clucko, Fento, all that? No, 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 just yourself. <laughs> Message taken, Jim. <laughs> so no, you knew you were up against it. Um, but I also kind of... It was big. The fact that that was for five in a row, we were all still very focused because it was, it was a journey we'd all been on as a group and we were very, very, very focused on that, everyone. So even if you weren't playing, that was kind of a unique one, but that was a hard one because you felt, I'm actually probably not going to be on the pitch here. Yeah. Um, and that's never nice, but you just got to... You just got to do what you got to do and make sure the team wins. Do you know
1: what the worst thing is about not being involved in the final? <coughs> Say, is having to to think about going onto the field and celebrate the boys winning the All-Ireland yeah, and yeah. you in a tracksuit, like. Do you yeah. know? You'd actually almost have to do John Terry John and just, Terry just go full kit, yeah, 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 like, yeah. try on your 13 or 15 oh, and oh, just pretend. Oh, oh, do
0: you know, I, I remember that one. So, I was on the bench, for I season did come on, and... Uh, it was a massive thing for, 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 for us and for Dublin GAA to do that, to achieve that. It was a thing we've been building towards for years. I was just I kinda of thought that was it. I didn't think I'd play again and there was probably a few of us in that boat. It was really emotional and I think the younger lads were milling around, going up to the hill with the cup and all. We'd kinda of done that and I was just kinda of trying to soak it in. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, that was actually a nice a nice moment. There's three or four or maybe seven or eight of us who were kinda of in that bracket thinking about it. So it, like I say, it w- that was the most different out of all the finals they played in. Yeah. But the fact that there was a bigger thing than just that all ireland on the line, it kind of kept everyone focused and everyone was able to enjoy it as well. It was like the culmination of a of a cycle for that team. You okay. know? Yeah.
2: James, were the A B games a big thing in Kerry?
1: They were. We'd have played we'd have played A V B games at every possible chance, really. Like once it was a week before you play an AVB game. Is Is there A V B game. You wouldn't play maybe 70, but Obviously, Never. you'll be minding your Cliffords or your Shawnee Shays, but you definitely play... A good few fellas will play the hour, and then they might take Jeez. those fellas in and out, play 45, 50. But, like, you can try and be safe and kind of try and not get injuries, but they're going to happen. They, they'll happen if they're going to happen. Mm. And I was actually just, just for my first week on the panel, I think, in 2010, we played an AVB game before a Munster final. Your first week? It was, yeah, my, I was in for about a fortnight before that, I'd say, and AVB game, so I didn't really know the crack. And my Quirk was starting, Mike Quirk is now carry selector, so he was starting midfield on the A-team. And he was tipping around in the middle of the field, we were doing our warm-up. And we were in kicking in trees drills, so you have your, your, maybe your midfield partner yeah, yeah, yeah. and one other, and then your inside line, and then your inside line on the subs, we'll all be together, but it's all over the field. So Quark was in just by the sideline and I was by the sideline. And they were doing like kind of twenty yard jab passes to each other, maybe long hand passes. But obviously we were nineteen, we were doing outside of the boot <laughs> with the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah have a goal. So I got one anyway, and I said, Right, I'm gonna hit Barry John Keene here, other side of the field. And I cut it a bit thick, and my Quirk was literally from me to the front row away, starting on the eighteen. And I pinged it straight off his head. <laughs> and his legs went, and next thing, he went down. Oh, no. And there was about 20 people around him. And I just walked off this way as if nothing <laughs> not to happened. Oh, my. And actually, we never even spoke about it since. So, Mike, if you're listening to the podcast now, just stay out of the ABB games this week. But actually, in, in say, the week before, um, before finals, I was usually... Or, Carrying some sort of a knock. Yeah, mm. sounds weird. Right. And uh, <laughs> you try everything. Your ice chambers. It's unreal, it. isn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah. I went to an oxygen chamber one time. Like, yeah. Did you ever go to the oxygen chamber? Yeah, you name it. I was in there one time. the it all. And as soon as put yeah, one on my ga-
0: AIG, put one on my gaff, <laughs> 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 I wasn't even injured. <laughs>
1: Go Wolf,
3: you like one of these. i actually believe it. <laughs> it's after Night it. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, is great. You're on the
1: drip, as <laughs> yeah, But I was in you? there one time, and I, as soon as I get in there, I was like, I should not be in this fucking boot here. Like, the, and it's, they started off, there was about eight of us around the circle, and everyone was about 60 plus, and it started off. And this, this fella goes, right, we'll go around the circle, and we'll say what we're in for. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. So the first fella goes off, I, had a, I had a stroke. <laughs> please, please, second fella, I had a heart attack a fortnight ago, the oxygen is a good thing, and I next thing came around to me, uh, I have a tight hammer, <laughs> <laughs> don't know about next weekend, <laughs> oh it was absolutely shocking, I felt, they were like, will you just fucking get out for <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> We are in Kilmacook Croaks, GA Club tonight. It's with thanks to AIB. They're our sponsors, they're a proud sponsor of the GA Senior Football Championship. <laughs> and to let everyone in the room know that you actually all have a chance tonight with thanks to AIB to win All Ireland final tickets. Ooh. Pretty the nice. hottest tickets in town. So nice. we'll let you know about that a little later. I think it's time to get our special guest out. Oh yeah. Paddy and James, Michael Meehan. Talk to us about him A Kit Hogue. Superstar of his time. He's a Hogan Cup winner. He's a Club All-Ireland winner. He won a Sigerson with NUIG. Yeah. Loads of titles with Galway. I think it's time to get him up. Michael Meehan, please put your hands together. Michael. Thanks for coming up. Not at all. You're very welcome. It's nice and cosy here, isn't it? Have yes. you been here before? Coach,
3: you love I played out here in a yeah seven semi-final. Oh, it's nearly 20 years ago now, and uh, we lost on penalties. Okay. As they, they as they had sevens were ahead of the game. Did yeah. You take one? Yeah. I took the first. Yeah, scored. Uh, we got two from three. I think Arua in Donegal, Brian Roper's club.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh it's yeah. going a
3: long way back now. I think they, they bet us and they ended up playing Kerfinn from Galway in the final, and
2: Kerfinn won it that year. The sevens are taking place this week, the next two weekends. It's a savage competition. Have Legion
1: yeah. ever been asked up? No. No. The, <laughs> no. the Croaks from Clarny are always invited. But. Okay. There's actually a common man in tonight. Ian Devan, you there? <laughs> Were you ever invited up? <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Uh, no, never. But I, I actually asked today, could we be brought up next year? So hopefully. OK. He's, We've just, been just, trying to get,
0: he's just trying to get gigs for the two hours he's mm. up in Dublin. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no, exactly. Michael, so, I, I
0: answer honestly here now. Call, we are back in the final for the first time in a long time. How many gigs are you doing in the next ten <laughs> <laughs> He's paying off the mortgage over <laughs> the next <laughs> week. I wish,
3: I wish. Yeah, it's busy. It's yeah. it, The problem... You know, not, as f- not for the players and management. The problem is the two-week window, you know. Yeah. Mm. In terms of uh, commercial maximising revenue, just yeah. sorting tickets <laughs>
0: <that. laughs> You sp- I
3: have to give you a uh, I'm Andre talking gig- about <laughs> Galway football now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not it is. AOTG, no? it's, uh, <laughs> they didn't answer. But, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a big two weeks in Galway. But, like, genuinely, you're now as a, as a fan who's kids and all that, and, you know, you're just, you just want the buzz. You're looking yeah, for it. Because it's imagine. been 20 years... Um, you know, for a county like Galway, and it's big, you know, yeah. and it's just going to come and go that little bit too quick. Um, mm. No, it'd be fine if we win. <laughs> it, it'll it'll carry on that way. But just, it's. Uh, it, I think it's it's a, it's a special time. Um, you know, we we've craved it, and we. You yeah. know, six months ago we didn't envisage ever being here. I think if we're, if yeah. we're honest, if I'm honest. I didn't see it happening. Um, so that makes it all the more. Geez, you know, it's upon us, and it's just happening like that. So, it's a real. Uh, and grab. so that's what I'm hoping we'll continue in that vein.
2: When Pork first came in and he set the stall out, he put the chest out and he said, success in his first season, we win in all our Ireland. Now, we know the world changed after that for yeah. two years. Did people in Galway believe that? I'd say he, he
3: definitely stopped people in their tracks um, and, and made them kind of sit up in their seat a little bit and said, you know, whoa, we haven't heard that talk in a while. Um, they thought he
1: was after taking the hurlers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: it's going to be a long night. <laughs> no more points <laughs> for Jamie <laughs> at the interval, <end> right? <laughs> Guinness zero coppers, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he does as I was saying. Uh, I think he, he, he kind of you know people sat up in their seats, but mm. um, that's a, that's the man you're dealing with, though. That that was part the yeah. player, you know, um, his belief in himself and his own ability. And I suppose bringing that, trying to impose that onto the playing group that he was about to take over, I'd say a little bit as well. You know, it just
2: changed, changed the mindset. What's he saying this weekend, building up to the game? Because I couldn't believe it, looking back in 98, that Kildare were actually one to three on. Oh and I,
0: hey. <laughs> yeah, and <clearly>. like this. <laughs> Paddy, what did James say after the semi-final the last day? I changed the tune. I remember before the game, it was whoever wins this is nailed on to win the final, <laughs> absolute stone wall guaranteed. May not even play it, and then within a minute we were on with Joe Malloy on air, and he's like, "I tell you what, that's going to be a tight game against Galway." <laughs> I, I was looking at him; he was uh, there wasn't a camera on us, and he's smiling, fucking, Cheshire hatless. <laughs> like, oh, it'll be very tight now. Galway have some good players, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. bullshit. <laughs> no, no. That is not true. I say, <laughs> I actually, that is going to be such a tight game because. If, if... <laughs> you if weren't even go- saying that in the room beforehand. <laughs> oh, no, <it's> <laughs> the eyes are glazed over <laughs> no as the talking. I say. No matter what I say. No, it is going to be a tight game because Kerry need to adapt to a different style. Like, Galway have come through the, the northern teams playing defensive, battle-hardened, whereas Kerry have played Mayo and Dublin. They're completely wide-open teams kind of playing football. Like, you can get, you can get completely... You can get completely sidetracked by doing that game and not have the, the mental ability to turn around and play a defensive team like, and be cut. So mm. like, Kerry have to maybe think that they might only score 14 or 15 points and have to grind it out, whereas playing Dublin, they're thinking we have to hit 20 points. So I didn't, they didn't in the yeah. end, but like yeah. they, they have yeah. to hit 20. So it's a massive change well, it, it in mindset.
0: Is, it is a different, completely different challenge when you're on the ball attacking. Again, you would yeah. say traditionally Kerry, with the players they have, look, they the ace in the pack for Kerry is obviously Clifford and O'Shea inside, Gini to a lesser extent. But if, if Kerry had their way, it would be 15 on 15 and we'd just play ball. If it got, this goes to a shootout, and we were chatting about it, that does not suit Galway. And they've recognised that. And, and you might say traditionally, even when Michael was playing, and guys like Joyce and, and Donald and these fellas, Galway at their peak it was, it was beautiful football to watch. But Galway's best chance on Sunday week is frustrate Kerry. And it's also, I, I feel, that's Kerry's biggest weakness. That if you let Clifford play, look, he's a superstar, obviously. But I don't think all oh, we have the man to man markers to actually, even if they wanted to, to, say, well, we'll just play six backs and six forwards. So, naturally, because of their players at their disposal, Park Joyce and Keane O'Neill and Divo and these guys have said, well, we need to protect them, we need to bring bodies back. And it's also something that Kerry have struggled with. You, you can fucking dress up any way you want. Mm. When they're faced with a blanket defence, like Tyrone last year's order in the semi final, they can get frustrated. Because they're thinking, we just need to get this ball to Clifford. If Clifford has it, we're grand. Yeah. That's all right if it's one-on-one. But he's not going to be one-on-one No. on Sunday week. And that's Galway's best chance. And it's also a big reason why I genuinely, not me, James, genuinely believe that this will be a tight game.
2: Yeah, and we're going to come back and we're going to do a preview. We're going to take a break at about uh, 10 to 9, about a 10-minute break. You can go to the bathroom or go back to the bar. And we'll come back with a preview and we'll bring the mics around as well. So if anyone has any questions, Catherine over here will be going around with the mic. So feel free to put up some questions. We're going to give you a little taster and a little reminder of Michael Mehan, the footballer. So this is 2008, the game in the rain. Let's have a look at this. beating him Michael looking for it. It's running into the path of and slots that over. And Galway have James, you were actually
1: at this game, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, we played a minor match in Offaly, I think, beforehand, and went up to this. And everyone then coming home was like, Jesus, my Mean was absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a ridiculous was day. Like, Jones the
2: Road is completely first flooded. Half, yeah. it first fine. half was grand. It started fine, yeah. yeah.
3: You know, it was calm, dry, everything else. Uh, just oh, before man. half-time, you're getting your gloves. Absolutely absolutely and then running in, I think it's it's just hammering down. And the, the floodlights it's were Joyce, turned on. Joyce is finding you every time. Yeah. Every time, yeah. yeah I didn't really realise
1: that Joyce played that far out. Oh.
3: Uh, yeah 11. was that towards
1: the end or was it always
3: yeah no he moved out to centre forward for the maybe for his last four or five years and like it was a dream playing inside him because you just ah, yeah. you had to show early and if he was going to he was either going to take on his man or he was going to hit you so you just had to be out in front
2: he's looking for you every time yeah look at and this he's, Michael calls a mark here watch Mark O'Shea
1: <laughs> <to be laughs> <laughs> poor yeah. Mark
2: are you only wearing one glove <laughs> I don't know no he took it off for the free took it off for the free was that
0: a yeah. for no? balance no no
2: he pulled it off me towards
0: Michael Neal. Back, Back Tom O'Sullivan here yeah. as well. So come on, they, they bomb Mark off you and put Tom on instead. Yeah, of, yeah.
2: That, that, You're feeling
0: good then, aren't <laughs> you? <gonna laughs> go, I'll eat the two of them.
2: I think this is my favourite one. It's not a quite Reno-Neal territory now. Oh, did, did you have a style that you always did? Oh. <laughs> 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 now, the rain has started and the best points yeah. are yet to come. You're on point seven or eight now in this game. Yeah, hit
3: double down. figures, all right.
2: So
0: it's not just see his
3: patient there. Like he couldn't leave the again. ground afterwards. And it was ridiculous. Yeah, we actually flew up here, Aaron, Arner, the sponsor there. We uh-huh. flew up, yeah, yeah. and we were sitting on the runway for an hour or two. Or the boys were, we were sitting on the runway for Look an hour it. or two after before we could fly home. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: We played Toronto on the next day. The, yeah. it was was whatever, it? the the floodlights were turned oh, yeah, on for the first
3: time in championship football that evening at halftime the that, was, uh, well,
2: that, that was the 10th question 10 points so. 10 points but
0: but Kerry, you know, the, Kerry the one, one that won
2: 21 to, one one thing one thing. to yeah. 116 yeah. Kerry went on in 2008 to lose the final the, the
3: one thing that sticks out from that game for me is a half a goal chance I think you know coming in and it's just one of the things you think back on but coming in from the 21 on the corner you know and I bounced the ball and it just went away from me. Yeah. Yeah, I went yeah. in to—I forget who was in goal back then for Kerry, but it—it it was, Keith, the, was the big guy. Well, um, Keith.
1: Dermot No. Dermot Murphy. 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 Yeah, sorry, yeah. And it was just
3: crying out for just an early shot, just put it into the corner. And it wouldn't even have to have been as good as Cormac Castle at the weekend,
1: but just because it hits the ground, it takes yeah, off. Yeah. You know, it's a skidier, Arca Arca a skidier field. a field when it's wet. wet it just yeah. takes off. Yeah. But I, when I, when I went in training <coughs> with Kerry, I used to mark in AvB games again. I'd be marking Tom Sullivan. And Mark Shea. Hmm. And like, honestly, it was Horrible. depressing. Like, because oh. <laughs> Tom that was so fast, he'd beat you out to the ball. He wouldn't necessarily read the game, but he'd beat you out to it. And then Mark, Mark Shea would, wouldn't have the same pace, but he'd know where the kick was coming that yeah. he'd intercept it. So it would have to be an unbelievable pass. But like, you of them fellas beat up a stick there. But who's. <laughs> Did you notice a difference between the two of them marking styles eh? Yeah, uh,
3: completely, completely. Because I, I I marked the two of them a good bit on and off. We played league finals in, against Kerry in 06 and 07, I think, and just league, but it was invariably it was Tom O'Sullivan. Uh marked mark in a club final as well. But yeah, Tom was a he was a dog, like, you know, yeah. he was just pawing at you and pulling at you and just spoiling, you know. Yeah. He had that ability. He was really quick, like, in fairness. His pace was right. And and he just you couldn't you could Tump him or do whatever you he wanted. He'd, just, he'd keep looking at the pitch like, you know, he was just, just one of those there. steely characters. And then, you know, Mark was uh, you know, he he could go out and he'd dummy sol and he'd mm. p- and he'd
2: pass <laughs> it on to yeah. someone else. So <laughs> yeah. very I'd say, different. I'd say he was sick of senior though after that game with Calter and the Gale, on at the 04.
3: Yeah, I should look that was that was a big one for us. Um you know, we came up came up out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. C- county title number one for the club ever. Uh, Connacht and then Crow Park with the McGarrelch's and the O'Shea's and the Canadia, and these guys, mm. and, you know, just, as I said earlier, smash and grab, you know, because yeah, yeah. it was, a, it was a one night only, and uh, <laughs> I'm so glad it happened. Um, and, you know, that's something that maybe that, ha- that Galway football brings from time to time, or, or that just they, when they're on the West crest of a wave, they're dangerous, they're dangerous. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're, I'm, I'm hoping that that wave is still riding high, you know, into next weekend and giving our lads yeah.
2: a, a cut. Paddy, the style of footballer we're looking at there with Michael Meehan, what does he remind you of now, the footballers we're looking at today?
0: Now? Uh, I, I remember, I was a, a couple of years younger than Mike, but we followed your, your, outs, an outstanding underage career for holding cups, with are, you win, NUIG, the Sigerson you beat UCD mm. there was a lot of doubles playing in that team. I never realised, you hammered Dublin in the 2002-21 final. Yeah. You were only 18 at that. I was 17. Fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> Nearly 18. You so Joe jo Bergen yeah. was midfield. yeah and, and for and Matthew Clancy, yeah. You light it up down in Portlaoise yeah. and you hammer the dubs. You score a hat-trick three years later in the final yeah. and win that as well. And in the meantime, you've won the All-Ireland club in 2004 mm-hmm. and four, are thinking, it's Clifford like now. You're looking at this guy. Jeez. The whole country knows Michael Meehan is the man. And Galway at that time, they win the All-Ireland in the 0-1, but that team is possibly maybe the wrong side of... I've got, I know Joyce is still there a bit, but... Do you feel? Did you feel massive pressure coming in there? Going, Joyce is there? A couple of that team that have won in ninety eight, now one are there. Your your brothers and stuff yeah. like that. Is it like? No. I'm going to come in and work, I'm going to win four well, or five Allards. You
3: you definitely you know you, every, lots of football people here. Whatever level we play to, you know you dream you dream yeah. of winning those All Irelands uh, from a very young age. You had a pretty good you head start. <laughs> yeah, I but I'm talking. So, but I never dreamed of winning an uh, under twenty one or a club. Or don't list good. them out now. You know. Uh, <laughs> 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 there's only one you dreamed of. Yeah, and there's yeah, how many? There's nine of them here, but I don't have any of them. That, that's the reality of it, you know. So I didn't feel pressure because when you're going into that environment with those lads, yeah, you yeah. know, I suppose being a brother, having two lads on the panel, two brothers on the panel, helps. I was always knocking around and I just yeah, knew they'd helps. be travelling back to Dublin together. They'd call into our house and have. Big pot of spuds and a dinner before yeah. they head off on yeah. the road, you know, four, four or five of them. So I knew them. So yeah. it was an easy transition, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was daunting enough because you had Jaff Allen and PJ Joyce, Porrick, and all these lads that were just, you know, superstars. Yeah. But like yeah. Joyce is
2: still going until 11. Declan's yeah. still going until, I think, 2010, 11, Yeah, is about eight? that, yeah. You know, w- was the best time of your Galway career that spell from 06, 07, 08?
3: Yeah, so it, it probably. Was like we never we made maybe three quarter finals in that stage and never got through any of them. Drew with only goal. and lost a replay in 03, Lost to Cork in 05, Lost that one in '08. So and there was still was a lot of the you know you had Savo, you had uh, Paul Clancy, you had Michael Donnellan for some of those years. You had Porrick, You know you, you had lots. You yeah. know lots of Declan. You know Nicky you Joyce, Sean Joyce, Antron. yeah, Maddie Clancy, exactly. And and those guys yeah who were more my vintage who who hadn't all, all Ireland. So you you felt you had a mix but. We just couldn't. We couldn't get over the line. You know, we lost to D- Donegal by a point. Lost to Cork. I remember. Cork uh, go the free through, after they, got a, they got a cracker. No, that was a later. Uh, who was the full forward then? 2005. Cork got an outrageous goal um, in the second half to to, to beat us. Uh, in and 05 and
1: 08 was was this day here. But um, like you don't get that many chances after. No, you know, that's you know, the thing. You need to, whenever it comes around for you. Like yeah. Galway this year, yeah. they've had it. Yeah. Don't Armagh. They weren't favourites, it was 50-50. Same with Derry. Like, they've had the run. Yeah. They need to take this chance now because it yeah. might not come round again quickly. That's one thing I learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but To be Me fair, at,
0: at that time, there were so many outstanding teams. It was a quite a difficult period. There was a lot of, of change, Nordics. yeah. Like, Cork were very strong, that Cork. They eventually win one in 10. It was Throne's greatest team, Mickey Hart. The Nordies were still very good. Armagh were still hanging around, even though they only won one. And then Kerry. you yeah, know yeah. Whereas... Whereas now, like, Dublin probably are not as strong as they were. Mayo, the same story, that they're kind of coming to the end, having dominated. And Kerry, there's probably a question mark over Kerry because they haven't got it done. Mm. So, what it like, you do get the sense, and we were crying out for it. We wanted new teams to come through this year. he was like, even though it wasn't the most exciting story to play, it was a new story, a new team in. And Galway coming in. Will Galway be in the All-Ireland Final next year? Other teams are going to get better as well. I, I couldn't agree more that this is... And that's again another reason why I'm thinking. Oh, like it, it is a massive, massive opportunity for yeah. this Galway team. Even though the players, it's new from having they're playing the semi-final in eighteen against us, but Joyce has been there. They've always been there. Keane O'Neill has been involved in all finals for the last decade. Yeah. Like, so the boys will be well set. And Mornin's the only player in on the Kerry team who has won in all Ireland. Like, like as brilliant as Clifford and O'Shea and all these guys are, they haven't got the job done. Gainey. Murphy. Murphy. Oh, Gainey, sir, 14, sorry. Oh, Brian. Forget about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's... Uh, 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 you can't get away that it's, it's a phenomenal opportunity for Galway. It yeah. In, yeah. In and
3: I've, you've right. no doubt, like, David Clifford is going to win multiple all irelands It's, you know, I, I you feel you that. You say that, though. But there is, you though. There there is I though. Think you have to get over it the line. Yeah, as exactly. Time. It's the first one. See, but yeah. I think that will happen. Will it happen this year or not? I don't know. I'm not certain. But, like... Yeah, you got to take your opportunity. Yeah. Like Galway's panel is building, and there's been great. The under seventeens, the minors, under seventeens, has yeah. like won the All Ireland there Friday night before uh, the game at the weekend as well. So yeah. you know that's a nice trickle, um, and that's added to the buzz around the place as well. And yeah. even it was the novelty of an All Ireland final, you know, in Connacht versus Mayo, having yeah. lost to Mayo twice. So b-
2: but you've all. had this over the last. I nine know
3: years. we you've had. had, had underage success. I'm getting to that. Yeah, we have more minors. We've won under twenty ones. You know, I uh, dotted throughout. It's just bringing it all together, getting the juggernaut rolling, where you just have everything feeding in. And I don't think that's probably an area where we're going to struggle. Is just get everything feeding into a system. Um, you know, having everything up to scratch to the s and all that, and just uh, that structure there. That you know, there's a there's a there's a bottom line, and it's here. It's not down. It's not down here. It's here. Um, and I think that's. I, I've said this before, and I haven't been proven right, but I think that. We've identified that, and there's, there's strides are being made to kind of to get that in place. You know, outside of you know, poor Joyce's manager, Keane O'Neill trainer, etc., etc., et that they're yeah. they're trying to get you know everything moving towards you know f- feeding forward. And <laughs> we were talking about earlier be, about the Hogan Cup final this year, and John Crowd Johnny Crowley, who uh, destroyed Galway back uh, 22 years ago, I'd With say in 00, well, yeah. <laughs> <0-0 laughs> and the final and the replay. But his son was playing the Hogan Cup final oh, and he yes. did that bounce you know, behind the back and we were you the joke we were, was it's yeah. going to be coached out of him, which, is, which <laughs> would be wrong if it was, you know, so there's a certain level of, of that base I need to get in on the, on the S&C, um, it's not necessarily a side of play but just getting everyone, you know, I suppose, wanting to play for Galway from, from a very young age and that's why the two weeks um, is a problem because you, know, you, you, you don't get that hype for longer. And even, and I don't think for one second I, I agree with the split season, but can you imagine what it'd be like in Galway now in the primary schools for three weeks if this was well, August, early yeah. September, end of August, early September. The, every school would be Dex, Maroon and White. You know, every, you know the teachers would be making the most of it. You'd know, you have someone who are either in Killarney or in Killer Air and coming in with a cup the following weeks. And I, that's gonna be missed, I think, in, uh, yeah. in terms
2: of promoting the game the, at the grassroots level. I'm annoyed now that I don't have the screen grab, but anyone who wants to go for it, Lake Riguail, Namaeans, go find it. <coughs> Am I right in saying that when they won in 98, the bus stopped in Caltra, and yes. Declan and Tomás <laughs> rode through the town on a pony and horse trap at the other? <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who...
3: That was the idea. Uh, there was all... But that must have been amazing.
0: The it was. Of it was. It was to do with,
3: with the, the tradition. However, <laughs> <about laughs> the last time a Caltra man came through with, ho- with an All-Ireland final, that's what was done then. So someone came up with this bright idea. Wow. And sure there was hundreds, if not a thousand people around, <laughs> you know. It was madness. How old were It was totally health and safety. Uh, I was, what? I was 13. Okay. Is yeah. there anyone on the panel now? No. No, no, oh, we've no we, we
1: haven't. Uh, <laughs> we haven't <laughs> done anyone uh, at the minute yet. But. Um, but, you know, with the, say you're winning minors in 21, or 20s at the moment. Like, it's a massive jump from there because if you look at minors this year, Kerry beat Cork, Cork beat Kerry, and then Kerry beat Cork. They played you three times in Munster. Yeah, same yeah. with Mayo and Galway. Yeah. yeah then, Mayo yeah, has, uh, Mayo beat Galway, Galway beat Mayo, and then Galway beat Mayo. Like, who's actually the best team? Do you know what I mean? So, oh, like, yeah. you could say you're winning <laughs> minors. Like, Kerry won five minors in, in a row. And then they beat Cork, and then Cork... Kerry knocked out, Cork won the All-Ireland. Do you know? So you can actually be misled by the minor results at times. It's not guaranteed to progress. To no,
0: well, uh, I, I totally get the point. To win a senior All-Ireland, it's very rare. I can't remember, a team, maybe Donegal in 2012, where the senior team, there's nothing else going on really around the county, and the senior yeah. team just get hot and win it out of nowhere. Generally, mm. it's a journey, not just for the senior team, as what mm. say saying, that you look at, there is an example this year. We did so many interviews where I've never heard players and coaches praise the county board as much. And the, and the secretary in the county was, because the, they're backing us and they're backing the underage teams and the clubs are all behind us. You look what happened. What's happening in Mead now? It's complete disarray. The clubs don't want the county to do well, and it's if you're not all pulling in the same direction. The senior team is the is the pinnacle of it. The yeah. same as a, as a club. It's great having that figurehead, but it's not sustainable unless everything else is feeding towards that, Mm. and that comes from the underage players, the teams. Exactly what Michael's saying—that your kids go into primary school and they're all wearing their kit, and they—they might never have seen a Galway match before, but they can't wait for this final that's coming along, Mm. and a cup comes in, and that gets them on side then it, it becomes appealing not to play hurling or not to play soccer or rugby, big challenge in Dublin with this, but there's loads of different opportunities, and the senior team can be the focal point for it, but for sustained success, it's not just one team, it has to be everyone together, and you're right, i would never thought about it in that regard, but the schools and stuff like that, or the, the smaller build-up, that's been the, the question mark thrown at the GA going, you're just trying to rush this through for the clubs, but are you leaving a lot of promotion and, and benefits behind by, by rushing the season off in six months? But for Galway to be sustainable, not just this year, yes, it's an amazing opportunity for Winby all Ireland, and that would be a massive boost if they did mm-hmm. and they were the all Ireland champions, but you need the development squads, you need the schools, you need the universities even, you need GAA in the county as a mm-hmm. whole feeding into the senior team because then if you lose a big game, that's fine. We'll be back next year because we've got there's thousands coming. of kids where it's their dream to play for Galway yeah. and Dublin were ben- uh, were beneficiaries of this that they could have seen this maybe 20 years ago Where Dublin weren't having success but what is going on we go, forget about the senior team for now we'll get there but we need to put these structures in place because we're losing players to other sports uh, we're not successful at underage at all not, never mind winning championships we weren't getting any players through mm. more than anything and there was a massive focus and it's a longer term play and it's fucking boring at times, because you fans and supporters want success now. They want it yesterday. But you've got to put the, p- the plans in place to do it. And that's, you can see it in Galway now. They're probably ahead of
1: schedule, if they win this All-Ireland. They've been on a journey. Like, they have been on a journey with Joyce yeah. for the last three but years, in you in know? In 2018, he <laughs> fucked us over in 2018, actually. <laughs> in, in the Super it's always <laughs> someone else <In laughs> <song. laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the Super eight, eight, right. ten minutes He <laughs> should have been in the final in 2018, because, mm. It was Kerry, Galway, Manahan. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, was it three in the group? Me were in the group, too, no? Kildare, Kildare, the yeah. Oh, I mean and Matties. Galway beat Kerry. Beat Kildare. Beat Kildare. So Kerry needed Galway to beat Manahan at home in, yeah, in Pierce Stadium yeah. to get a semi-final against Tyrone, which yeah. they would have won. But they put out half a team, got beat by Monaghan, and drew the dubs in the semi-final yeah. and got bit. It was a crazy I, I decision. Forget.
3: I'm not sure. Did we put out a half-team? I don't know if I it was a half-team, we played a, a, our team.
0: It. I don't Isn't think so. <laughs> because the semi-final was a week later. <laughs> Michael, that doesn't go with the Kerry narrative. Though. Yeah, <laughs> <I know>. sorry, <laughs>
3: sorry. <laughs> you yeah.
0: the arrested everyone. The truth <laughs> <truit laughs> is
3: completely irrelevant here. <laughs> no, I, that. And they just, played the 20s, did they? It was a, no uh it 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 didn't do go any favors like putting out a full team and not having to win monon had to win yeah and yeah and then just that kind of took the win from the sales and you, the last thing you wanted then you're drawing double and you're going to double in this situation and I, it left them very much worse off yeah, yeah it, it was it was a game that a you need to go to home yeah. and and yeah. just absolutely t- get out the top of the group wasn't that, that was a thing with
2: the super race though <laughs> <laughs> go away, played yeah. their full team that day but they were beating 16-8
0: they're beating well, it? Because they knew they were. Yeah, it was cracking even in Pierce, yeah, I remember it. The yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Super 8s was the issue, though, wasn't yeah. it? It was always a dead rubber at the end. We had a couple as well, and it was just didn't fucking work. Really. Yeah, it didn't work. No. Um,
2: Michael, I want to throw this at you. Forgive me first, for because I wanted to throw James Alfred. Right. Does he keep you up at night not winning Sam Maguire? Jesus. No. <laughs> Christ. No, that's no, that's a no earth, it's a family <laughs> show. <laughs> Thankfully,
3: no. No, I. Uh, no, Jesus, no. Do you I regret, regret not winning one? I wasn't even within an Asss roar an arse's roar of it, you know, now like quarterfinals, is, I heard this man giving out about, you know, having to run on after my win in All-Ireland, were you in your tracksuit or what are you, like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was
0: there were
1: really
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was there like, penny for your thoughts, but uh, you know, I, I, I don't regret, I, I regret not getting into playing, you know, in more, in bigger games, in All-Ireland semi-finals and maybe in All-Ireland final, I would have loved to have done that. Did you, you know?
2: relish that day?
3: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. The best lesson I ever got uh, was at a, as a fourth year of, in, in school, playing a Hogan Cup final in Crow Park. And St Pat's Navan under Colm O'Rourke's stewardship, okay, yeah. Joe, Joe Sheridan, from former Meat player, was, uh, was one of their main men back then. And they bet us in the final. And uh, I remember playing 11 that day and just, the, you know, the game passed you by. Completely just, and it was, you know, would have been a main player, expected to play well and, you know, have an impact, made zero impact. And you know that was a great lesson at that time for me because it just the the occasion yeah. didn't know it was getting to me but something got to me it just did. out of the game yeah, yeah I, you know I said 16 years old but that was uh, it was just something that I was able to look back on and say right this isn't happening again if I can at all you show up you know just to go out and play and what did you do uh, to show up like I
2: don't know I, ju- I just uh, I just give a lot of belts get into the game
3: no just just look get on the ball I suppose like actually what it was for me was getting on the ball. Because mm. I, I think that game had gone maybe nearly full first half and sure I hadn't touched the ball, you know, as, as a center forward. Um, and back then, like, a traditional kind of 15 on 15 game. So I think after that was getting on the ball. You know, doing something, getting on the ball early and often, and, and just going from there. But just, just having the mindset that, you know, this is, you know, you're not gonna get these chances too often and mm. you have to try and make them count. Now, that was always what you tried to do. It didn't always work that way, but that was definitely a great lesson for me as, as a young lad in a big game in Crow Park. Uh, and the, as, a, as a 16, 17-year-old in 2001, you associated Crow Park with success for Galway at that time. Mm-hmm. And then from 98, even 0-0, losing a replay, and, and what happened later that year. So it was just, you know, you wanted to play with Crow Park, you wanted to win in Crow Park. And you got it with the club. And that was about it.
2: <laughs> no, the, you the know, college, in terms the club, of, yeah. the underage. Yeah, lots yeah. of games,
3: you know, quarterfinals
2: and that, and, and the odd backdoor. Um, the, re- the reason I was asking you, yeah. and I was asking you in that way, James O'Donoghue, if you hadn't have won an All-Ireland, what was the, the quiz, the pub quiz question about James O'Donoghue? It was uh, in 2013, name the only All-Star in Kerry who doesn't have an All-Ireland medal.
1: I was at that quiz. It was together. Right? Yeah. Were you actually? Were you actually at it? I was actually at that quiz. Yeah. It was a thing, though, wasn't it? That you had an all star. You you didn't have an All-Ireland.
0: Oh, yeah, It was all Ireland. Oh, they have all stars for nothing these days. Yeah, they do. All, all stars are. They are,
1: they are nonsense. Like to be fair, they really? are nonsense. They're. they're really? They are. They're they're, they're. they're judged by the media, and it could come down to well, you're one the media game. Now. Psst, yeah, you're the media now. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> you might get. You might have a fella getting one good game. He'll get an all star. Like it's no consolation at all. Like at the end of the year, if you missed are out are you on the big prize, that
0: you don't value Marty Morrissey's opinion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. Just I do. for the record. But I, I just think that, like, it, when it comes to the big prize, there's only one prize in, in football when you're a senior, like, there's no point yeah. In, yeah. in all stars or anything that. Like, you want to be able to celebrate the biggest prize with, with the lads, like, and it's as simple as that. Like.
2: And so, in terms of that pressure that is now on Clifford and O'Shea, is that a real thing? That generation are they that young that I it's think not pressure that with yet?
1: Clifford and O'Shea, they, they kind of go beyond that because everyone knows, well everyone thinks. And you mentioned it, Michael, like that they will win, one or two or three. Whereas, <clears throat> kind of with us at the time, we were after being hammered by Cork in the twenty ones. They were going kind of thinking these fellas are, are duds. Like that was going kind of the, that's why it was a question. It was like stick a dagger into him as fast as you can. But like with Clifford and O'Shea. Like, they're trying to protect them and, and give them as much encouragement as they can because we're going to pin all our hopes on those fellas. Mm. So, I don't think that that pressure is put on them at all, to be honest. Michael, you so can see not.
2: the connection that you had with.
1: Sorry, Peter, you go in there.
2: There's
1: no pressure on those two lads. Not what? in terms of that, in terms of, like, you haven't won one yet, you haven't won this. Like, th- they'll give them time. <laughs> are you serious? There isn't, yeah. No, I'm telling you, they'll tell be minded. They're being, they're being touted now is probably winning. Multiple All-Irelands. That's pressure in their careers, but there's no one saying to them, lads, if you don't do it next week. Clifford's five years, later. nine 20. Yeah, yeah. Well, four. I I, no, I, I get it, but there is pressure
0: on them. There's massive... pressure. There is, but
1: there, there's certain personalities that, that the pressure isn't poylanta. All right. They're they're minded. Do you know? Like, mm. the, there's no one banging on Clifford Clifford's door. There's actually more pressure on Shane Walsh because he has to actually carry. Probably more pressure on that Galway team. Whereas you've got Clifford O'Shea, they probably share that burden. You've got Pawdy Clifford, Paul Ganey. That's Comer and Yeah, Yeah. A Comer uh. of the same level, but. <laughs> 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 Were you talking to Jack O'Connor today? Is this. a really <laughs> <laughs> the wire there or something. Like that? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to match day, there is more pressure on Shane Walsh to perform than there and is, is there to though? win. Is there? My I plan. think, I think we've it. moved. I think the team,
3: the way they're playing and. and the way players are standing, stepping up for Galway, I, I think that's... Their biggest lesson. success. Slowly yeah, I think Maybe in the last have, two games. Yeah, I, I just have seen, like Comer has been consistent through league and championship. He's been scoring regularly in every game he's played and he blitzed the last day.
0: From the outside look at him, Mikey, when we played well. Galway, it was like, nearly the, the holy trinity: it was like Conroy at midfield, Walsh around 11, and Comer. And it was kind of deal with them and we'd be alright. And even earlier this season we were saying that. And the biggest success for Galway, a wider in an all the final is, I think it's very difficult to, to, to win the biggest prize with just that. We've seen it with Monaghan and McManus was an obvious example, that they get so far, no matter how outstanding he was, you need to have the supporting yeah. cast. And the Armagh game for Galway was massive, that they won that game, and it was Maddie Tierney, Killy McDade was off yeah. the charts, and Rob Finnerty's come in, and he's clipping three or four points. So it's not, to win. The, you need to have a team to win that. And Galway, why they've moved up the gears beyond, and I think Galway, probably, it's very harsh on Mayo people, unfortunately, but why they, I think Galway have a better chance than Mayo probably ever did in their games is Mayo were always, was Killian and Andy Moore, whereas Galway have three, four, five, six different match winners. Yeah. Like Matty Tierney was quiet the last day, Shane Walsh was quiet, but they were match winners against their man, and Comer stands up. So I think three years ago, there was massive pressure on Shane Walsh, whereas now, I still think there's pressure on him, but he's not looking around going, if I don't do it, we're fucked.
1: I, dis- I disagree because like, if, Tom, if Tom Sullivan is Kerry's main marker, right? if Tom Sullivan looks after Shane Walsh, right, that you're probably cutting off a big supply of ball to Comer and you're also cutting off a significant amount of scores. Whereas if Kerry were to get nothing out of Clifford the next day, say, yeah. you've still got a direct line to scores. You've got your Gainies, you've got your Shawnee Shays, you have got your okay. killing plans to come on, Do you know. Well, like uh, I just think Shane, Walsh, Shane Walsh gives gives Comer something, and he gives the scoreboard something.
2: I think in the last two games, Shane Walsh's biggest contribution has been nailing his threes, yeah. and which has been absolutely huge for him. Yeah. He's been slightly on the periphery. He's been outside. He's been getting the Morgan treatment. Um, McCluskey did an unbelievable job on him the last day. He did. Do you That's know, one thing he's still nailed his threes yeah. la-
3: I've noticed I Really noticed it this year. His, his free taking is is. Is, his stats have to be, you know, top the best he's produced. Going back to Mayo, big kicks uh, yeah. in the second half there, massive. and right the way through. And you know, that's that's massive. Every, every team that wants to contest has to have that in a free taker. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he's bringing it this year, uh, last year as well. But this year, I think he's really he's gone up a notch. Um.
0: And there'll be no Hawkeye in the final later, so <laughs> <laughs> stats go up even higher. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're right. The, the second half against in Castlebar because. I think it's harder if you're a free-taker and you're probably out of the game. Mm. It's easy if you're on loads of ball and you've kicked a couple of scores from play. Oh yeah. Whereas when you're on the periphery and it comes to you, like Saturday, that first ten minutes of the second half, <laughs> he's taking them on his bad foot as well. Like, that makes you yeah, sick, yeah, it doesn't yeah. yeah. it? <laughs> <half. laughs> Theser- and he's on, out under the Hogan stand and McCluskey is... He's not... A, Shane Watts is being kept out of the game and he steps up and kicks those three masters. And similar enough in Casabarra yeah. against Mayo. And that, for me, shows nearly a, a mental maturity. Yeah. That I, I think might another thing, another
3: thing that he's he's doing, which is we mightn't be overly familiar with him doing, is you know he he put in a huge hit on the forty-five in the Tacky. first half. Yeah, you know yeah. he he's working back. He, he's putting in that shift for the mm-hmm. team coming back into that unit, um, and we're we're just not spot, picking him out for it. You know too yeah. much. So he he's not just. Um, what we are, maybe got used to him, you know, the lung burst and run, the 60, 70 yarder, weave in, weave out, weave out, Shane, you have to do this or we're not going to do it. That, that, that requirement isn't there anymore because of the, the lads we That's have the mentioned. So I, I think we're seeing different, his, he's impacting games differently. Can he impact them more? Yeah, absolutely. Is he going to have to, to give Galway a chance on Sunday week? He is as well, you know, yeah. you got to get him, you know, running at the goal, getting shots off. Um, but he's had, he's had tough battles with Tom
2: uh, or silver in the past yeah. as well, so it, that's going to be a big matchup. In, f- in fairness for Kerry, Clifford, I, I was looking at him the last day, he was flicking ball up just after the Costello goal, he chipped up a ball in Fitzsimons, mm. took a shot. His body language looked like he put it over the bar, but that wind in the hill took it away. Mm. Took two or three more shots that he missed yeah. in the second half. He, he didn't shoot after that. It was Pody who stood up and it was Sean O'Shea. Yeah. Clifford obviously still won his freeze and he, d- he did it. In fairness to what James was saying, I know we're, we're laughing here, That felt like that could have been the pressure point. That if Kerry were broken by Dublin, that could have been the sliding doors moment for that Kerry team. There would have been trouble. There would have been a lot of questions asked if Sean O'Shea hadn't nailed that free. I just feel like Shawnee maybe carried Kerry now into the final and they may be able to manage expectations.
0: Like I think for any team they're going to have that there's a moment when they are knocking on the door you're knocking on like we spoke about it's, it's a journey it's, you don't just come out of absolutely fucking left field and you win the All-Ireland mm. there's usually a bit of heartbreak there along the way and what my fear now as a Dublin Dublin hat on is it is the symmetry is, is incredible with, with 2011 with, with, with our team whereas Dublin probably weren't the better team in that 11 final but Clucco comes up and hits that kick And I could see it, you could just see the players, once you've won one and you've broken that duck, it's like, there's just a confidence. Just like, we belong here. We're good enough, we've beaten everyone, we've beaten our rivals, our nemesis, and we've won the Sam Maguire. and the floodgates opened subsequently after that 10 years. And that's the pressure to carry her on. Sunday was a massive step for them to beat Dublin. But it's not over yet. That's yeah. the thing. It's,
3: it's different. It's not done th- yet. Th- there's another performance.
0: Yeah, and there has t- to, to be a performance.
3: It. And it'd be very interesting to see how uh, how they carry that. You know,
0: it, in you th- there's still a question
3: mark over Kerry. I I think you'd have to say yeah. yeah and uh, you yeah. know, from a Goy perspective, you you do you, you have to look at it in that way. Yeah, and say yeah, you've, they've got massive potential. And <laughs> if Clifford goes ballistic, you know, <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing no one can do about that. But. Go away will work something. They, they, you know, they're going to have enough bodies around to limit, you know, what what happens there, yeah. and and all the other guys there, um, and just bring it down the home stretch, you know, a point or two either two way. About like points, that's yeah. that's where, and because I, I was watching the game on Sunday and I thought Kerry was going to run away with this, and then the goal <laughs> goes in, and then all of a sudden it's it's you know, may, maybe hanging on is the wrong sense, but I just felt Dublin have are. Yeah. Are going to come from nowhere here mm. until until O'Shea you know did did what he did. Um, I don't know what would have happened if it had gone to extra time. You know, we um, we we'll, we'll never know. But it's just I think yeah that the one of the key things from Galway is you keep asking questions off this Kerry team. You know yeah. that they still this is a new team for them. They haven't won their All Ireland and if they do, the floodgates could open. Yeah, You're right, it's right for it's them, yeah. but, Danger, yeah. but it hasn't happened.
2: And you just gotta you gotta bring them. Okay. The good news is we're going to be back in about 15 minutes' time to properly preview the game. Michael Meehan, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah. You'll be back out in a few minutes. Yeah. Folks, we're going to be back in about 15 minutes. Grab your points. Thank you. The
0: Football Pod on OTB Sports in partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the for more.